Welcome to B-Movies and Ebooks. I'm Craig Wade. And I'm Brian Allen Delaney. And today we are doing our year-end top five films of 2021. That's nuts. Another year in the yeah. bank. Don't believe that I've it's- seen you since Christmas. I mean, I didn't see you on Christmas either. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> but I mean, we we hadn't podcasted since Christmas, huh? Since I mean, that's couple literally weeks two weeks ago. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean that that's this is like almost on schedule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sort of. I mean, I think we didn't we do it like two weeks before Christmas. I don't remember. Yeah. And then we <laughs> forgot to like release that's it for a while. It, is. it, yeah. it just wasn't released. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Maybe we'll release this one tonight. No, we should like accidentally forget to post it and then post it in like Feb, like June. Yeah, just to let year everyone <laughs> just to let everyone know when we're recording this. We just got bummer news. What two hours ago? The Bob Saget. Day? Yeah, that yeah, sucks. That's crazy. Yeah, it's already on Wikipedia. Yeah, Un- <laughs> unknown causes. But he did, like, a show the day before. Yeah, he was kicking off a tour. And he, like, died in a uh, hotel in, in Florida. So, yeah, that's a bummer. But, yeah, that's that's one of those. It's weird because, like, I don't know anyone that was, like, a real huge Bob Saget fan. But I think mm-hmm. that he, like, hits kind of for our generation like Betty White seems to do for, like, the older people, you know? Yeah, I can see that. Um, I mean, I I was saddened about Betty White's death, but I think I'm sadder about Bob Saget's. You well, yeah. Well, the thing is, for us, I don't know. I mean, we grew up with Bob Saget on everything, and then mm. right around the time that we went to college, he was like, "Guess what? I'm just a dirty comic, and I've been a dirty yeah. comic forever." And so <laughs> it's kind of like we. I don't know. We grew up with them, and whereas sort of. Betty White, yes, she's been around forever. But like, it is sad as that is. Like, it wasn't unexpected. Like, it, she's been <laughs> super old for a long time. Super old for like, hey, it's, that's for real. You know, like she's, I know she's she's been she was an actress for eighty years. Yeah, yeah. They were like ever since she has like she's in the. The Guinness World Record book for longest like Hollywood career. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's nuts. But anyway, so what else? What else is twenty twenty two going to throw at us? But I, I guess I she, know we're like nine days in. Yeah. Something. Oh yeah, she died like it was the like end of twenty twenty one. Yeah, but wasn't it on like New Year's Eve or something? Like just had to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That still counts as 2021. Oh, for sure. What I'm saying is, right? these, <laughs> I think. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> why wouldn't it? <laughs> I don't know when the years start, man. <laughs> but yeah, what's new with you? Uh, nothing. I mean, like to be honest with you, it's been holidays and then work. <laughs> oh yeah. Cool. Yeah. Hey, uh, it just hit I mean, me. I didn't do any runner-ups for uh, my top five list. I I have a few honorable mentions. I'm gonna I'm gonna come up with a few. You think about it while I'm talking and not listen to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just while you're in the middle of talking, just me to myself. That, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> or you're just gonna like hear mine and go, oh yeah, that was on my list too. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Your entire list was mine. Um, yeah. Well, all right. Well, uh, <laughs> Did, sorry, sorry, sorry. Did you have anything exciting happen over the break? No, not really. Not really. No, nothing too exciting. Uh, just kind of hung out. Kind of hung out and watched a bajillion people I know getting sick. Thankfully, mm-hmm. everybody, knock on wood, everyone seems to be recovering very well. And yeah, I got a few people who are sick right now, too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, I'm talking specifically with COVID. Yeah. Uh, okay. Me, too. <laughs> You're like, I've got people I know. <laughs> no, I know. I'm talking about with COVID. 
it's crazy how it's just exploded, you know? Yeah. I'm sure that people don't really want to join a movie podcast to listen about fucking COVID. You know? No, this is supposed to be about escapism. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. So, so my first one on my list is The Stand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, no, yeah. It's... Pretty much a a, a a pretty low key Christmas and New Year, yeah. So, and then I don't know this weekend. Like I was really really bummed earlier when I was like, "Where the hell did all the weekend go?" And then I like rewound it. I literally just chilled on my couch almost the entire weekend. Hey, sometimes that's what you need. Yeah, it was so good, so good. My kids were so bored. <laughs> <laughs> Another movie. <laughs> Why does daddy smell so bad? <laughs> I just assume like you're like wallowing in your own filth when you're doing it. No, no, man. No. <laughs> Taking normal showers. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, do you want to? I mean, there's no use in doing news. You want to just jump in? Yeah, I mean, we, we already covered it. Bob Saget and Betty White died. Yeah. That's crappy. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I'll go first. All right. Are <laughs> yours in any particular order? Um, kinda. Not really. My, I mean, uh, kinda. My number five just got changed. But really? Well, yeah. I remember that this other movie existed, and I liked it better than my other number five. I had a couple of shifts around that I forgot that uh, were twenty twenty. <laughs> Dude, all right, so that blew my mind that Cruella came out in May 28th or something like that. Like, we were talking yeah. with our friends about when Cruella got released. Could have sworn that was like... we talk about? <laughs> well, I could have sworn that that was like Christmas time last year. No, it was middle of the year. Huh. Almost. Um, no, like, uh, one, two, three, four of mine are from uh, July or later. Huh. It seems like it, it got like a lot of things just kind of got jam packed into the latter half of the the year because everything was getting open. And then what else, else thing that uh, <laughs> what that what made, else thing? I know. Sorry. <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> the, the another thing that made it feel like all the movies were earlier is. Everything got pushed back. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, I am pretty sure everything on my list was delayed at least once. Oh, for sure. I would imagine. I mean, like, a long, like, some of them should have been released at the early, early in 2020. Oh, I know. I know one of the films off your list then. You should probably know a few of them. (laughs) I mean, I'm thinking of one that I'd bet is on your list. And, so speaking of which, look, what? And coincidentally, I think it was my number five that just got knocked off. But anyway, um, so like th- this one was actually one that got announced and then delayed and delayed and finally released um, in August, August twenty seventh, mm-hmm. uh, directed by Nia DaCosta, Candyman. That is that is on my list. Yeah, that that was my number five that just got pushed off. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we talked about it on the show here uh, before, but I think it, you know, uh, it deserves another mention again. I really, really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the, um, you know, how much it actually was, you know, like the original. I think the original Candyman is one of the most underrated, like, of the horror franchises. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, because it kind it kind of got overshadowed by Nightmare and Friday the Thirteenth and Halloween and everything like that, and then um, you know even Hellraiser. <laughs> you know what I mean? Another Clive Barker property um, kind of overshadowed it, but I think it was, and, and this one you know continues that it's a smart, uh, socially conscious horror movie that this one might have been a little bit more heavy-handed than the original um although the 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 original one has a lot of 
white savior problems. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I think it did uh, a really, really good job of highlighting particular social issues that are just as important today as they were, you know, in the 90s with the original Candyman and even 30 years before that and before that as well. Uh, so, yeah, I think it was great. I think it's also uh, Nia DaCosta's first, like, is that, that was, I believe, her directorial debut? I believe so. I'm pretty positive. Um, and she, like, yeah, she came uh, out of the gate, like, swinging. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she's done, a, like, a there was a couple of shorts and stuff, but this was, like, like her first big, big project. And yeah, um, she's also directing, uh, the, the sequel to, um, Captain Marvel. Huh. coming out like next year. Yeah. It's just scary but, as shit out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Candyman shows up. <laughs> nah, no, I really liked, uh, I liked Candyman a lot as well. Um, I think the only thing, that was kind of a letdown about it, you know, cause this one we've been pumped for two years now to see. Yeah. <clears throat> it wasn't very scary. Other than that. I mean, it was really good. Yeah. It was bleak as hell. It was socially yeah. conscious. Uh, you know, it wasn't very scary. Also, it was kind of scattershotty in certain places, like where, where plot wise, like they were just throwing everything at it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I could see that. but at the same time, Valley Grilson, Whatever, like at the same time, it it's all good. Like I, I really, really liked it. I thought it was a a really uh, good sequel and and reboot to the series. Like it's very, uh, it was good. And the the main character, the uh, his name is Yah Yahya. I can never pronounce it. Abdul Mateen. Uh, he he was fantastic. Um, mentioned before, he's a he's a really good actor. He's in Watchmen. Too. Oh yeah, and he's like, um, he was also in the new Matrix, which was not great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I didn't. Um, well, I didn't we'll, catch we'll it. Talk about, we'll Did. talk. He was, he was Morpheus. No, well, I didn't see it. I mean, oh, you didn't I, catch I watched the movie. I watched first fifteen minutes and then was like, yeah, you know what? I'm not feeling this. And never came back to it. Ah, uh, you saw the best part. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway, um, that's my num- number five, I guess. All right. If we're doing them in a particular order. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that was gonna be not my number five till earlier in the day. Uh, I remember this movie. I watched it, you know, uh, toward the latter part of the year. Came out of nowhere. Um, I had heard about it, but it wasn't something that I was super excited to see one way or another. But uh, it was about uh, strange goings on in a town called Beaverfield. <laughs> now this was uh, this was released June sixteenth, two thousand one, at the Tribeca Film Festival, and then two thousand one or two thousand twenty one. Yeah, yeah, they, dude, they had a twenty year <laughs> COVID year delay for you. Twenty twenty two thousand one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was uh, released. June sixteenth at Tribeca with a with expanded release. I, I assume just VOD on June twenty fifth. Um, this was sorry. Uh, it's directed by Josh Rubin, written by Mishna Wolf. Werewolves Within. It's oh yeah, it's like a yeah. I mean, okay. So don't get me wrong. This m- movie isn't gonna win any awards, but it did something really fun. I don't even know. It's more of a comedy. How does it compare to Silver Bullet? <laughs> I mean, much less of a horror movie. It's more, <laughs> it's like a clue version of like a werewolf film. So the deal is, is they live in the Silver Bullet. <laughs> <laughs> so like this guy, Finn, Finn Wheeler, he's a forest ranger and he is assigned to cover Beaverfield, small towns where residents are divided over a pipeline coming in, right? And so half the town's like, I want the pipeline because they'll get money to, you know, to let the pipeline pipeline yeah. go through. And then the other half's like, no, this is like a, a nature reserve. However, that's such a small plot line in the movie. It's not even funny. Like, 
everybody kind of hates each other in the town and everyone's also kind of like just insane. And so he's like the odd man out. It's his first night there. And, um, and his only friend is like this postal worker played by what's the lady from the T-Mobile commercials. Um, Oh, she was going to be squirrel Mil- girl. Yeah. Mila Vaintro. Milan- yeah. Melania Vaintrub. Something. I don't, I don't we're, we're terrible at names. Yeah, Mel- Melana Vaintrub. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah. So yeah. So she is like his only friend in this town, and she just kind of warns him, like, "Look, man, everyone. This sounds fucking nuts." And so one by one, people start dying. People start throwing fingers at who, who's who. And yeah, it's, it's a werewolf <laughs> and it's pretty interesting. Like it, it's more of a whodunit. It's very rooted in comedy till maybe the last 10 minutes. I don't know. I really, uh-huh. really liked it. Uh, it again, not going to win awards, but it was just fun. It was a fun movie. So I, I really enjoyed it. I'd say, check it out. That's yeah. werewolves within. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I think I saw like a trailer for it. Did you post a trailer for it in the group in the in the chat? No, I told you I was watching it, and Chris said, "Oh yeah, I wanted to see that." But maybe he posted. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, no. Uh, yeah, I heard good things about it. Let me check it out. Yeah, it's fun. Cool. All right, man. It's time for your number four. All right. S- speaking of movies that won't win an award, actually, I'm pretty sure it did win. <laughs> um, it was, uh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, sometimes, you know, you need uh, a movie that um, you can just kind of turn your brain off and ignore plot holes and just enjoy uh, two giant monsters beating the shit out of each other. And that, for me, was uh, March 21st, uh, directed by Adam Wingard's Godzilla vs. Kong. I know this movie had a lot of problems, uh-huh. <laughs> like, uh, plot-wise. <laughs> but, you know, there's just something about, you know... Um, letting your inner child indulge in uh, immaculately created giant kaiju battles, right? That just, you know, it scratches an itch in your primitive monkey brain that nothing else does. When did that come out? March 21st? Yeah. Dude, you you know what's wild? That shit is already on TNT. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) But, I mean, like, it's, you know, like I said, there are some plot holes, you know, like the whole traveling back up from Hollow Earth thing because Godzilla blew a hole all the way through it and stuff. There's there's some things that don't make any sense, Um, but I don't care. Mm -hmm. That movie was amazing. (laughs) I mean, I... I watched it. It entertained me. I'd forgotten it even came out. So I'll put it that way. It entertained me. And I want to just say that I kind of just watched parts, parts and fell asleep in parts. Cause I don't think I, I don't think I caught the middle to watch it all in one sitting. (laughs) It's it's more of a compilation of images than a movie. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, I like, I know like from the, from a lot of the hardcore Godzilla fans, the, the legendary movies are like not as good, Uh you know, or whatever, but I don't care. I love them. Like I, I love every single one of them. Hey, if any Godzilla movie is on, I'll watch it. Like, yeah. it, it, Dude, like HBO Max has like, I think the entire to- uh, Toho. The, yeah, I've seen yeah. that. I don't know if it's still there. <laughs> it was uh, because I hadn't seen. It was there the, like last week. Oh, really? So I don't know. Well, cool. Yeah, but well, that may be fun. Yeah, jump in on. It's a, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. cool. Godzilla vs Kong. Well, cool. <laughs> um, mine coming in at number four. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got a bubble in my throat and it won't go away. Uh, all right, so this film strikes a nerve by tapping into the doom and gloom of present day, but it does it in a really, really funny and fun way. Um, it's kind of like Doomsday, but with just like jokes. 
a film about doomsday, but with jokes. It came out in very late 2021, and do you know what movie I'm talking about? Yeah, it's on my honorable mention. I'll bet it's not. <laughs> this came out December 3rd, 2021. This is Silent Night. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah no. trying, to, trying to trick me? Yeah, because when I was writing that up, I was like, holy shit, this sounds like... You said on your honorable mentions? Yeah. Okay, so it's uh, the one sounds like is Don't Look Up, right? Yes, correct. Yeah, no, Silent Night didn't know anything about this movie. And so um, I really, really liked it. It came out of nowhere. Like, didn't know a single thing about it. It was like, ah, shit, I've seen everything that I want to see. Ah, let's throw this on. It was like a $2 rental or something. And so it was, or no, it was free with an AMC uh, seven-day trial. <clears throat> um, <laughs> and... So what this is, a couple invites their closest friends to enjoy their family for Christmas dinner at their idyllic home in the English countryside. As the group comes together, it feels like old times, but behind all the laughter and merriment, something isn't quite right. The world outside is facing impending doom, and no no amount of gifts, games, or wine can make mankind's imminent destruction go away. Surviving, Surviving the holidays just got a lot more complicated. It's directed by Camille Griffin. I want to say she wrote it as well. She did. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Um, and yeah, it, it's interesting because I had seen a trailer but didn't know much about it. The way the trailer makes it look is that like, you know, they're hanging out and then then shit hits the fan. But no, like the they like plan just to hang out to for all of them to die together. So and, spoilers, it's literally the last <laughs> scene from Don't Look Up. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, but with a lot more resentment. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like, so, it, no, I mean, like, it's just a group of friends, and they're all, like, losing their shit, and, like, it's fun. It's really, really fun until it's not. Like, and <laughs> <laughs> and it, it really has, like, a lot more, where Don't Look Up felt, I feel like, don't look up was very much polarizing. I don't think this film would be Mm -hmm. polarizing because even though there are metaphors in this film about doom and gloom and stuff, there's not as much, uh, not as much back padding and finger wagging, you know, (laughs) like as don't look up in terms of, well, yeah, don't look up firmly like put the blame on yeah, yeah. certain people well this i mean this wouldn't this it never even told you what it was like they were all speculating all they knew is that a poison gla- gas was coming their way and everyone had cyanide pills that was it that's like all you knew and they're like is it the huh. russians and like people are like yeah yeah it's the russians they're like i'll bet the queen's down and it's all english like she's down in her fucking bunker yeah. i'll bet <laughs> and they're like yeah, and so yeah, it's Kira Knightley and Matthew Good. Yeah, yeah, really, really good movie. Like, took out of nowhere. Like, I would definitely say rewind the last two minutes, pretend I never said it, and go watch it <laughs> with without any expectations. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on one day. Uh, whenever my wife and I are looking for something, and then see how she reacts to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what you got? I I think she'd like it. I mean, it's not. Yeah. I mean, she really likes Don't Look Up. Well, Um, this isn't. I mean, this is more. I know it's not. (laughs) I mean, this this is more. thematically similar. Yeah. They're both apocalypse movies. Uh, uh, This this is. uh, I'd hate. I think it's like a comedy horror, but I don't really know where the horror is coming from. There's two horrific images in the movie. Like it's not really a, it's not a gorehound movie, you know. And I know your wife's a big gorehound. She is a huge gorehound. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah, number three. What you got? Okay, so every year it seems um, there is a multitude of um, superhero movies that come out. Mm-hmm. Um, Two of which uh, are on my honorable mentions. Um, this one kind of eked out uh, ab- above the rest of them. Um, it was <sighs> written and directed by James Gunn. 
released in August, uh, the new Suicide Squad. Yeah, that's um, on honorable mentions. It, you know, I think this was... Uh, this is what Suicide Squad should have been all along. You know, um, it was funny. It was violent. It was... Um, strangely creepy in parts with um, what's his face? Polka Dot uh, Man? Doctor Who. Oh no! Well, yeah, him, him too. Just what he was <laughs> seeing. <laughs> um, but uh, what's his face? What? Uh, yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in his treatment of Starro, the fact that they went there and had Starro in it. <laughs> um, yeah, so good. I mean, just just like uh, you know, there there's a reason why basically uh, Warner Brothers gave Sean Gunn or James Gunn, not Sean Gunn, James Gunn, like carte blanche to do whatever he wanted with Suicide Squad because you know he could make something like this, and I think this is what you know is kind of lacking in a lot of book movies is the actual comic bookiness you know it was it was over the top it was campy um and it was great yeah so i don't know i don't know if i have anything else to say about that (laughs) man my next three films are like and no i i agree though there there's that movie's awesome i it should have been it was on earlier drafts of my top five but this keeps just like fluctuating around um yeah, my my next three, honestly, I they're all about they're sequels. the same. <laughs> yeah, the Fear Street trilogy, <laughs> one, two, and three. <laughs> no, that that part one almost made my cut though. Um, but no, these next three, they're all pretty much neck and neck. Uh, I enjoyed all of them for various reasons. This one though, uh-huh. probably is the most rewatchable out of them. But I'm still going to throw it on number three. This movie's batshit crazy. I've seen it a couple times. It's cartoonish. It's like a silly version of E.T. meets Hellraiser. Uh, I, I've like Every single time I watch it, I, I keep finding different things in it. It's really, really enjoyable. Uh, and I know you know what I'm talking about, but I forgot the release date, so I may as well look that up since that's a newer requirement <laughs> that we're doing. <laughs> Uh, hold on. It says released in 2020, but that's not right. Or is it? No, it's not. It came out in 2021, right? We talked about it in like March. Yeah, but it was brand new. Huh? I know. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was beyond fest, but it was released here. January 22nd, 2021. Yeah. So, um, this is psycho Gorman written and directed by Steven Katansky. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I mean, if you haven't watched Psycho Gorman by now, like, I would absolutely say, to, like, what are you doing? Uh, it's definitely this year's Mandy is the only way that I can, like, even yeah. though Mandy is, like, a much more serious film. And if you want to see a killer <laughs> alien walk around like uh, Dr. Grant from Jurassic Park, <laughs> yeah. then this is the movie for you. <laughs> Yeah, and and it's so weird that, like, I don't know how to classify it. Is there a way to even classify this movie? Um, <coughs> Jeez, I just I mean, going. it's... I don't know. Would you, would you say... Because I don't know if it's really horror. There's some parts that, like, maybe existentially might be horror, like turning that kid into a blob, (laughs) Um, you know, and stuff like that. But it's, I think it's more comedy than anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like a real dark, but also not dark comedy. Like everything about it is like weird because it's like adult swim vibes, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I really, really liked it. And I, I've liked everything that I've seen from Astron 6, uh, with the exception of The Void. I realize that the, this isn't an Astron 6 film, but it's, you know, Stephen Katansky, or however you say it, 
He's mm-hmm. from Astron Six. You yeah, know, and uh, but really, like all those movies are just kind of like the same type vibe, except for the Void. Um, but yeah, it's just so funny. And, and the fact, the late reveal of the hunky boys thing makes me laugh that it was like <laughs> that far in the film until you realize. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. God, I love that movie. It was so funny. This but. was actually on my list too, but then like, I, you know, because of the festival run, I took it off. Because we've done it the other way, too, where, like, things counted if the festival run was in the year we wanted it to be. Have we? <laughs> yeah. I didn't think we did. But so, I, I was just like, eh. I mean, but that movie was fantastic. <laughs> like, it, w- it was so much fun, and it was... Also incredibly violent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, man, I don't know. I could just listen or I could just watch that film at least once a week and <laughs> have fun with it. You know, the new desert Island film. Yeah. It may be this year's cannibal, the musical for me. Oh, that is such I, high praise. I've seen cannibal, the musical so many times. Yeah, I mean, I guess for people who might not know, um, that's not sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. For a long time, yeah. Cannibal was like our go-to. If me, you, and Chris were hanging out, like that's what we that would, would be just on. Watch. Yeah, yeah, it would just it'd just be on. How many times, like after uh, practice, was that movie just on? Yeah, you know what I mean. And then how many times in like the the van or whatever was you know nice hat yeah and stuff <laughs> oh god the movie's so good <laughs> all right so so yeah so for for people who don't know that it, that it's a huge compliment <laughs> so, um, and i definitely think out of you know my final three that's the one i'll probably end up watching the most weird thing is my number one i probably never will watch again i just think it was the best movie of last year Hmm. But all right, go, go for your number two. Um, okay, so this one, uh, I don't know. Like, there are some parts that are kind of, kind of horror. This movie, like, after I watched it, I've been thinking about it, you know, for a while. It's one of those movies that kind of sticks with you. Mm-hmm. Um, it. Basically, is written and directed by David Lowry. Uh, it is a retelling of Arthurian legend. It's the Green Knight. Yeah, okay. I didn't know you saw that. Was it good? I mean, I guess we're number was, two. On your yeah, part. I mean, it was. It was like it was really, really good. Most of it is just uh, Dev Patel just mm-hmm. walking around um, on on his quest, but like. It's so bleak and it's so I don't I don't even know how to describe it. Like I I was trying to tell my wife about it because she watched part of it. But then she was just like, eh, you know, it was too it was too slow for her. Basically, it's a really, really slow burn. Mm -hmm. Um, But like. I don't know, it is so like nihilistic pretty much yeah and it it does not it does not end on uh i mean like i want to talk about it but i also don't want to spoil it because it's it's really good if you like kind of dark fantasy stuff um i mean you know basically if if the bleakness of game of thrones <laughs> was turned up to like 20 it's then more bleak you know than you game would, of thrones Oh yeah. Um it's it, it's more about how just I don't I don't want to spoil it. But basically um man's insignificance is one of the main themes of the movie. <laughs> um just indifference of the world to man. Um but it it's it's really wonderfully shot um you know the dev does a, a great job because most of it's just him um but 
it's it's really nihilistic and it stuck with me and i i'm still kind of thinking about it and about what it means like there was parts in the movie where like it i don't know it's it's hard to explain cuz it made me feel something but i don't know what it was <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> like like it kind of like there were parts in the and, and I'm like I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about this happening in the movie and then at the end I'm just like what you know what was I supposed to get from that and I had to think about it <laughs> but but just I, I know I'm not really making it sound like a great movie <laughs> like, um, oh yeah man just writing down skip that <laughs> <laughs> but I mean it's I don't know it's it's you know some it's a movie that. I don't know. I think I'll probably be thinking about for a while. It stuck with me. You know, uh, I don't know. I I think sometimes those are the best movies. The ones that you have no clue, uh, at least initially, how they are, you know? Yeah. Because, like, I don't know. I've always found bands that, that way, too. The bands that I clicked with immediately, I forget quicker. Mm-hmm. But the bands that I'm like, oh, there there's something there that I really like. And then just yeah, kind of give go back to it, <clears throat> like last right in and rancid, and you know, like they those mm-hmm. were bands that I immediately clicked with. The, the, but they really ended up meaning a lot to me later, you know. And uh, even like the- martyrs, uh, dude, I've never been mm-hmm. more pissed off than finishing martyrs. And I was just like, that movie fucking sucked. That was just torture. <laughs> Like that, that sucked. And then like thinking about the theme of it and stuff, it was like, oh, wow. Wow. Until I kind of came around to be like, yeah, that movie was brilliant. My God, <laughs> like, <laughs> don't really ever want to watch it again, but like it was brilliant. So like, yeah, uh, uh, complex films, uh, you know, sometimes really end up leaving much more of an impact on you than you would think. Yeah, but, definitely. So, well, cool. I am going to check that out. I've been curious. I've heard a lot of a lot of really polarizing things, though. I've heard some. I could say I that. could see that. I could see most people hating it. <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> all right. Well. All right. Check it out. Green night. <laughs> um. My number two is something. That I've been waiting on for years upon years upon years. And I was very, very skeptical going into it. However, it had its heart in its right place, in the right place. And it literally had me, quote unquote, my my quote from a few episodes, believing in the power of film again. Because <laughs> uh, I felt like a kid when I was watching it. And, you know, like, yeah. so anyway, yeah, it, I'm not saying it's a perfect movie or anything, but, but it's kind of perfect for me. And so... Uh, this is Ghostbusters Afterlife. And, you know, mm-hmm. I don't really want to talk ad nauseum about this since we just reviewed it a couple episodes ago. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Loved it. Yeah, there was a lot to, especially if you're a fan of the old, you know, the old ones, there's a lot to love about the new one. And uh, they did, uh, it's, it's also one of the movies that relies on like children actors, but it was, they, they were all really, really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I agree with you. Uh, that's, that's all my honorable mentions too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, I think that that I don't know. It, it, it's no, it probably doesn't deserve to be in a top five films of the year because so much of how I feel about it has to do with nostalgia. But at the same time, this mm-hmm. is my list. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Sounds like eh. the, these lists aren't necessarily the top five best movies of the year. It's just like five movies we liked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what you know? Really what it kind of boils down to? It's going to be a short episode. We're only forty minutes in. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, what, what's your number one of the year? Well, why don't I do some honorable mentions first? Oh, Craig. Yeah. All right. Um, so Ghostbusters was on it. Um, 
oddly enough, another uh, f- fantasy um, knights in armor movie. Uh, believe it or not, the last duel. <laughs> oh God! It's just you and Ridley Scott that like that movie. <laughs> well, okay. Here's the thing: like the movie is three acts, basically, right? And it's it's uh, it's the basically it's like three retelling of the same story mm-hmm. from Adam Driver's perspective and from. Um, What's his face? Uh, Matt Damon. And um, I forgot her name. She's in everything now. Um, the her, her perspective. And the thing is, though, um, at first, I, we, my wife and I watched it and we were like, oh, my God, why is Adam Driver such a terrible actor in this movie? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at, at first. And then you realize that one's being told basically from the perspective of Matt Damon's character. And it's just like, it makes him like Adam driver's character look like an ass basically. Uh-huh. But then when it gets into his retelling, then it's like Matt Damon's acting changes and he's like totally a douchebag jerk and stuff. And it's like, there's little subtle things like that, that I think were really, really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was an interesting take on instead of doing a like typical three act movie structure, doing one act three times. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I, I thought there so was it was neat told stuff to like it. the Gospels. <laughs> kind of <laughs> different viewpoints yeah. on the same. Huh. Yeah. And, and so it was it was interesting once you think about that. Uh, we already talked about Don't Look Up. Um, the, uh, I, I think we talked about it before on the podcast, or at least I did in passing, um, Shang-Chi that was like, basically it was a superhero Jackie Chan movie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, um, I don't know. I think Chris said it best. It was a Jackie Chan movie. And then it was like an old school, like, uh, crouching tiger, hidden dragon type movie. And then it was a kaiju battle at the end. And so it was like, <laughs> but um, also uh, the the new Spider-Man was great. If you're into nostalgia, like we're talking about with the Ghostbusters. Um, yeah, I've heard, then, I've heard nothing but good things. I was just done. It, it was it was great. Um, you know, there there was a lot to love in that movie. And then I think it's funny now that they're talking about possibly doing like Spider-Man four mm-hmm. from like the Tobey Maguire version at, or also uh amazing Spider-Man three, which is huh. like, well, it's crazy. That would um, be cool. Yeah. It would but be I coming. guess would the multiverse exist in this already or? Well, I don't think that they might not know about it. They might, but it could also, I don't know. To be honest with you, I don't know how they would play it. <laughs> yeah. Because otherwise it's going to be real awkward if Tobey Maguire being 45 years old. You know, being like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, hope I get to marry MJ one day. <laughs> <laughs> Just dancing. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and then also uh, Free Guy was good. Oh, um, yeah? It was basically... It was basically short circuit in a computer game. (laughs) There's a few movies that (laughs) I've heard. I've heard it's fun. I I just hadn't. It is fun. But yeah, there's a few movies I wish I had seen because I think Antlers probably would have been high up. I I heard. Yeah. Was it the night house or the lighthouse? What the hell is that movie? No, the night house, I think is what it's called. Anyway, I think that would have been high up. It was that Rebecca Hall. There's a uh, horror film starring Rebecca Hall. And I've heard, Nothing but really good things about it. I think it's called The Night House. Um, and, uh, God, what was the other movie that I was trying to think of that would have been... Oh, French Dispatch. Uh, the the Wes Anderson movie. Only because I basically mm-hmm. love everything by Wes Anderson. Oh, I heard that was the most Wes anderson movie that's ever Wes anderson Yeah, it looked like it. I... I 
don't know why I haven't. I don't know. I'm cheap, and I didn't. There weren't theaters playing it, and I'm. It's really hard for me to justify a twenty dollar rental. So, yeah. Anyway, even though that's way cheaper than going to the theater with the family. Yeah, with the family, but my kids aren't going to be into this, and I mean, Kelsey's actually into most Wes Anderson movies, uh, but I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I guess Don't Look Up would probably be there. Uh, it would be an honorable mention. Uh, mm-hmm. Halloween Kills. Uh, really, really enjoyed Halloween Kills a lot more than I thought I would. But I also mm-hmm. like the 2018 Halloween. Um, the Tinder Bar. Um, that's like a... It actually got released on streaming uh, just a few days ago. Like on Amazon Prime. is technically its wide release. However... It had a limited theatrical run, which I would count that, whereas a film festival... <laughs> well, a, a film festival, like, I, yeah. I feel is different than playing in 15 theaters, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, so it was... Uh, George Clooney directed it. Uh, ben Affleck is... Um, he's like this kid's uncle, and the kid has a really terrible father figure um, who's basically not really there. And oh yeah, I keep seeing banner ads for this. Yeah, it's on really my TV. good. It's really good. It's worth watching. Um, uh, I liked it a whole lot. In fact, I've watched it twice uh, just since it came out a couple days. What oh, three or four days ago? Mm-hmm. We, we watched it once, and then my mother in law came over today, and we started it while she was over, and then ended up finishing it. But yeah. It, well, I guess I missed the last 15 minutes today. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, no, it's a really good movie. I I, I would uh, recommend it. I would also say The Little Things. Uh, mm-hmm. Denzel Washington and Jared Leto. Um, You know what I'm talking about? No. Came out, I think, in like March. It was like one of the first uh, big wide releases when the- theaters started opening back up. <clears throat> um it's a really really good movie uh i would i would put that on there and the last one that i would put on there would be spiral the <laughs> from oh, the yeah. book of saw <laughs> it is a fun you know it, you know the deal you either like saw or you don't and, and yeah if you're kind of like me where you enjoy saw but then got all the characters uh you know, like, oh my God, wait, who's in on it? You know, is the, is the chief of police in on it? Like, I'm forgetting. The lore got too much for you. Yeah, yeah. Like, how many how many Jigsaw apprentices are there? Is the whole fucking town working for Jigsaw now? Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, this was a good, uh, this was a good uh, way for them to start fresh by having, like, a copycat killer. Mm-hmm. You know? So, anyway. I uh, really enjoyed that. It also was much more of a, a police procedural than the other ones. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that knocks out my honorable mentions. I enjoyed all of those movies to varying degrees. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think for a second that Spiral's a good movie. But, yeah. but I, I think I had fun. And, yeah, whatever. All right. So I that, think it's interesting that that was basically like a passion project. For Chris Rock. Um, uh Chris Rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is wild. Uh, all right, man. I hope we have the same number one. I bet we don't. I don't know. We'll see. We'll go for oh, it. Come on. Uh-huh. Okay. No, I'm just uh, a, a. I don't even know. You know what it is? It's Dune. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, that is mine. <laughs> <laughs> just, just take it no matter what. Yeah, so Dune, I had forgotten about that. Um, it's Dune. I mean, like, uh, I know there's a the, the main criticism is that I've heard from people is that it's only like half of the book. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, so what? That means we get like nine movies. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Um, I I think this this movie was. One of those things that's like, it's like Mad Max Fury Road, okay? Um, except for not at all the same tone or anything. But what I'm saying is like, like super every visual, yeah, every detail was so meticulously planned that it's like it's just a work of art. And I have the same opinion of Mad Max Fury Road, that movie. 
one of the greatest cinematic achievements of the <laughs> ever. But like th- this movie, it's like I don't know. It's you could push pause basically anywhere you want, and it's basically it's a it's a frame of art, you know. And it had a great cast, great acting. Um, it's Dune is honestly one of my favorite books, so it has points for me from there. Um, yeah, there's like I don't know. I've talked about it before, you know, on the on the podcast. Uh, a little more extensively, but it's fantastic. Yeah. You know, um, it's probably one of the greatest sci-fi movies I've seen in a while. One day I hope to make it past the 16th minute mark <laughs> in which I fell asleep. No, it looked really cool. Well, it's just, I fell asleep and then it yeah. left HBO before I started, started yeah. remembering to watch that. Because for some reason, I always feel like these theatrical films that go on HBO will always be on HBO. And that's not the case at all. Yeah. So. They come back. It's like they're on it for like 40 days or something. Um, something biblical like that. Yeah. And then they go away <laughs> and they come back. Yeah. Like, I think it's on it again. Oh, really? Maybe it's Dune time for me. Maybe I get real into <laughs> Dune. Like I hope so. Like, then we have something to talk about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, all right. So our, the last film for me, my number one film of the year. It's a drama. Okay. It's a uh, film that... <laughs> it's a film made by people. <laughs> no, it's, it's a film that... Man, like I think I could watch it two or three times and not really get it. Like not not get it, but what I'm saying is like find new things that it's kind of thematically exploring. Like it's definitely mm-hmm. a hard a harder film uh, and this, this is the movie you said earlier you're never going to watch again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's okay. what makes it interesting. So you could watch it. No, and I think find I a could watch it new two things. Or three. Well, I think there's a lot more than just grief being the main Grief and revenge yeah. are like the main themes that are that are poking through. I, you know, like uh, I'd heard that this was straight up John Wick, uh, I think an, an art house John Wick, and it's not, but it kind of is. Uh, so this is it was released uh, July sixteenth, twenty twenty one. It's directed by Michael Sarnowski. It's his directorial debut. It stars Nicolas Cage. This is Pig. Um, yeah, man, this is, this is quite a movie. Have you watched it yet? I have not. Dude, you got to check it out. It's on Hulu. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, like what a weird time we live in. <laughs> yeah. Movie came out last week. It's on, uh, FX, you know, <laughs> like, like, what in the hell's going on? Um, but no, like. This movie really blew me off my uh, off my feet. <laughs> I just leave it at that. It really blew me, man. <laughs> no, like blew it blew my socks off. Like it was Nicolas Cage, probably in the best acting I've ever seen him do, mm-hmm. without going full weird Nicolas Cage, you mm-hmm. know. But then it also at times the movie is weirder than he is at being weird Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Like, like I shit you not, the people in this movie don't talk like normal people. Like, they do not talk like people talk. You know, it's one of those weird stilted dialogue films. And uh, the last one I can think of that was kind of like this was, God, what was the the movie uh, by the dude who did The Lobster? What was that shit? Killing of a Sacred Deer? I don't know if you watched that movie. Mm -hmm. But, like... That's kind of no, the way that people talk. That. I know what you're talking about. It's like long pauses, and and when they're trying to talk about something, instead they talk about something that they're either way too direct or way too indirect each time that mm-hmm. they talk. Such a weird movie, but really, really good. Really kind of sad. And like I said, I mean, the main themes are just like grief and revenge, but like uh, I really think there's a lot more area to explore if given the time but it it's good it's just i don't know i don't know that i'll rewatch it but 
I I probably end up will. I, I probably will end up rewatching <laughs> watching it. So anyway, so yeah, that's a weird Pig. weird, weird uh, year for films. There was a a lot of it seemed like a lot of diversity, you know. Yeah, I could see that. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know because, like, maybe not making things. Well, I was gonna say maybe not making things to be a blockbuster helped some of the the, the smaller things. Yeah, right? maybe so. But then, like, but then, like, three on my list are like huge blockbusters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think at least for me, um, you know, I I'm not really going out and seeing a whole lot of films in theaters. I saw Candyman, I saw Spiral, and I saw Cruella this year. And that's all I saw mm-hmm. in theaters. Uh, I you think Cruella wasn't in 2020. Oh, and Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I saw four films this year in theaters. And so from that angle, all these films are competing for my TV with me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like it it really is kind of a, a level playing field in a lot. Yeah, of that's ways. A, that's what I was gonna say. If there's been one thing about like this reduced, you know, admission to to cinema, is it does seem like everybody's on equal footing basically now. You know, you can have um, these lower budget films, you know, standing against you know half a billion dollar Spider Man movies. Although Spider-Man did end up like, I think it's almost like a billion and a half now already in revenue. You know what? That's insane. <laughs> Spider-Man is? Yeah. Yeah. That's um, crazy. It broke a billion in like the first week. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Oh, <laughs> that's, I don't know. that's a lot. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, like you can, you know, like stuff like Pig. More people are seeing Pig. More people are seeing like you know uh, the these smaller movies. Just as much as they're seeing the bigger ones. You know what? There's actually two more films on my uh, honorary list. I, I forgot Go to for talk it. about. Uh, okay, Matt Shaw's Box. Really, mm-hmm. really good. Really good, mm-hmm. and he had fucking really good acting chops. And essentially, it's a one man show. You know, it's just him yeah. locked in a box, and really fucking good. Uh, I think that's the best film he's done. The other one, though, also, and that tipped me off to just remember these two movies. Uh, we need to do something. The Max Booth. Uh, Max Booth's novella that they did. Uh huh. Really, really fucking good. Like, really good. That's what reminded me when you were talking about this. I was thinking about all the movies that I had pay per viewed, and I remember pay per viewing that. Not mm-hmm. only that, I pay per viewed it in the middle of a hurricane, so it's optimal conditions because it's about, you know, a tornado hitting their house. <laughs> and so, like, uh-huh. like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, really good. I think you'd really like that movie. In fact, we ought to cover that one day, except for the fact that you Let's do it. know that I really liked it. Um, yeah, definitely. I'm not going to remember. You know, his, <laughs> his novella of that is one of the uh, least funny books of his. Like there may be one or two mm-hmm. slightly funny things, whereas like Nocturnal, uh, what was it? Carnivorous. Uh, shit, what was it? Lunar activities? activities? Yeah. Yeah, Carnivorous uh, Lunar Activities. Um, yeah, it, it, whereas that one's just funny as shit and really good. You know, this one's more mm-hmm. complex and much more of a psychological thriller, even though it's about a, <laughs> you know, a, her, a, a, or a tornado. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I forgot that that was released this year and that was really good. Um, but no, I, I agree. I think that, you know, we may be seeing some sort of uh, some sort of resurgence in independent cinema as a byproduct of this. Because even, yeah. even like that Silent Night movie that I mentioned, you know, it was obvious that it was a 
very limited cast, limited budget with big names. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, it's forcing well, people to be creative. And yeah, and we we talked about the same thing in 2020 with Host mm-hmm. too. Like that movie blew me away, and it was like, I don't know, they probably did it for a hundred bucks. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, he's working on a new movie right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the the director. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. It's like Hush Hush, though. What it is? Oh, I thought that was the name of it. I was like, well, that sounds shitty. Hush Hush. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is, but yeah. Yeah. Well, um, dash cam, maybe dash cam. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Well, cool, man. No, no, no. That's something he already did. Hmm. I didn't even see that. Anyway, so yeah, twenty twenty two. Yeah. Anything you're looking forward to a whole lot in twenty twenty two as far as films go? <sighs> Um, I can't think of anything right off the top of my head because I'm just out of things uh, right now. (laughs) You're out of things? I mean, like, I'm just like, I'm so, I feel like I'm so out of the loop. Oh, Batman. Oh, yeah. Batman's going to be cool. I'm so pumped about that. I'm really Uh, excited about Scream 5. Mm hmm. Oh yeah, that looks good too. Um, second Avatar is supposed to come out. <laughs> God, I hate Avatar. I don't think I've hated him film. Ugh, there's that other freaking dude. Evil Dead Rise comes out. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, freaking uh, what's the other one? Halloween ends. Uh-huh. But also that orphan uh, prequel, which looks insane. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's actually quite a quite a few good things coming out next, so, this year. So I never watched Orphan, but this one blows my mind because they're using the same actress, but it's a prequel, so she's supposed to be even younger. Mm-hmm. And you know now she's in her like I don't know twenties, thirties, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So just from the the logistical uh, uh, hurdles, uh, I'm interested. <laughs> And watching both of those. <laughs> well, I mean, everything's like the whole like de aging yeah. um, technology has gotten so good. Yeah, um, you know, it's it's light years away from uh, X three <laughs> with like rubber face Patrick Stewart. Yeah, um, you yeah. know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, no, I remember. Um. Uh, I was just also thinking of it chapter two and where they de-aged the kids from just like a few years prior and they look terrible. So <laughs> anyway, that and the Irishman, like where oh, he looked terrible. Yeah. Oh God. Like I never actually watched the Irishman. Uh-huh. Right. But I saw some, some scene of him like beating up a shopkeeper. Uh-huh. <laughs> And it looked so bad because it's like they didn't use a body double, so it's like a you know seventy year old man in an action scene trying to beat up a shopkeeper, and it looked so bad. Uh, um, dude, the Irishman was it, it wasn't a great movie, but I would recommend you watching it. The only problem is yeah. it's like four hours. Yeah, yeah, it's fun that I've got no life. Um, <laughs> Knives Out Two is coming out this year. Oh, dude, I am there. I am. I know it's part of that whole like Ryan Johnston got that like biggest deal ever from Netflix. Oh, it's going straight to to Netflix. Yeah, I think. uh, Well, they might have a theatrical release because it's something about. um, I don't remember. There's something like something weird about his like award season and stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um. This one, it's only going to have Daniel Craig, and this is a different case, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Edward Norton and Dave Bautista are in it, though. I like Dave. And Ethan Hawke. Bautista (laughs) and Edward Norton. I think Dave Bautista actually has really good acting chops. Um, 
He was really good in Blade Runner 2049 in the one scene he had. But I didn't see the first uh, 2048 Blade Runners. I don't know oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that, there's quite a few good things coming out. Yeah. You know, things to look forward to. Spoilers might be on our lists for next year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm. Uh, I think Knives Out was on my list for. Um, what was that, 2019? Yeah, something like that. But, yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I think this this year, what's odd is when we were starting to put these this list together this year, it was like, shit, I'm never going to find five good movies. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, just because I didn't watch as much, they didn't put out as much, you know, this year. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't get to see all the movies that I'd like to because most of the time it's not, you know, I have to watch kid friendly stuff most of the time. Mm-hmm. And so like, I just was like, man, this is not saint the year. And then when I started putting it together, I was like, damn, there were a lot, like I was having to call the list, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's interesting. Hopefully we, we continue to have good films and interesting films. Yeah, coming <laughs> Hopefully we continue to have years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but all right man well i'm i'm good all right. you yeah all yeah. right bud well i'll see you uh in a few weeks <laughs>